Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled mother tries to steal OP's baby. Our next Reddit post is from Remoth. A few years ago, after dropping out of college and having to move back in with my entitled mother, because of financial reasons stemming from my mother, I found out that I was pregnant. I was five months pregnant, 19, and single. Scary, right? So I went to my mother and told her because I didn't really know what else to do. The first thing out of her mouth, verbatim, was, Oh, this is perfect. Can I have it? What? Obviously, I thought that I'd heard that wrong, or that she was just messing with me. WTF? But no, I had heard her perfectly. She went on about how she thought that her new boyfriend was going to break up with her, and that since he was a widow, his wife and child had died in childbirth. He wouldn't leave her if she got pregnant. On the spot, she pitched this elaborately stupid plan of us hiding my pregnancy and then passing off my baby as hers. Basically, I told her that she was crazy, and we went back and forth for a bit before she threw a full-blown tantrum, screaming about how ungrateful I was, and why couldn't you just do this one thing for me, and stormed off and locked herself in her room. Then she promptly went on her phone and aired out my entire situation on Facebook. Well, within the hour, both sides of my family knew. My father, who's equally an entitled jerk but separated from my mother, showed up with his girlfriend at my door and told me that they had already set up an appointment the following week with a local adoption agency. They said they knew that I would do the right thing. Which I did by packing my stuff and couch hopping with friends for a bit until I finally got on my feet. This honestly wasn't the worst thing that my entitled mother has ever done to me, but it was definitely the turning point where I realized that I didn't want to trust her around myself or my child. Anyway, I haven't really talked to or seen either of my parents since, and now I have a charming three-year-old boy and a lovely fiancé, so life is so much better. Oh, jeez. OP, your family is, uh, your family's messed up. I really can't decide what's worse, trying to take someone else's baby because it's convenient, or concocting an elaborate lie where you try to baby trap your boyfriend with someone else's baby because you think that he might break up with you. <laughs> I don't know. They're both really bad. I, I can't decide which one is worse. Our next Reddit post is from Waning Relevance. Our household always revolved around money, even though my mom made more than enough money and we were not struggling by any means. She complained about every single thing she had to buy for us. Everything. Food, clothes, medical expenses, toys, laptops, phones, school costs, everything. We always knew exactly how much we were costing her. We didn't dare ask for unnecessary things like leisure activities or expensive toys or hobby supplies. We started working very young, and she manipulated and guilted us to give her all the money that we earned to pay off what you owed. When I turned 18, she completely cut me off financially, but she kindly offered to let me rent my bedroom out from her. And she sent me an invoice of every penny that I cost her, totaling over $700,000. She billed me for Christmas and birthday presents. She, she even billed me for her medical expenses for the pregnancy and delivery, and wanted me to back pay rent to live in the house from birth. She did the same to my sister two years later when she turned 18. We were supposed to pay her back over time, starting the day that we both turned 18. 
Both of us were still dealing with a lot of internalized guilt from her constant manipulations, so we actually did pay for a while. Aside from necessary expenses, our entire paychecks were going to her. We rented our own bedrooms in her house, and she separated her food, cleaning supplies, cookware, and tableware from ours, and charged us to use them. She generously included the use of household appliances in our rent. It wasn't until I was 21 and my sister was 19 that enough people had told us this whole arrangement was unhinged and we finally snapped out of it. We moved out together and have stopped paying our mom, or even contacting her at all. Man, that's awful. Why even have kids? I have to, I kind of feel like this is something deeper than just entitled parents. I think this woman, like, there's something wrong with her. She, she, needs, she needs help. This woman needs therapy. Our next Reddit post is from Claire Grimpa. I'm a 27-year-old guy. I'm considered a high-functioning autistic individual, officially disabled by government standards. My mother, for a long time, but especially these past four years, has been taking in and managing my checks from the government to keep the household afloat. She spends all of it except for a hundred bucks, which she saves. And while she does so, she sows seeds of doubt and fear into my mind about ever learning to live on my own, stating that I was very far from ever reaching that. I myself didn't really try to struggle or push my way out. I never really tried to move out, even when I turned 18. I decided, for the good of the family, to keep working with them. That changed about four years ago. Four years ago, when I was 23, my developmentally held-back brain decided, oh, now it's time to act like a teenager, and I suddenly craved independence. I was looking every which way for a way to flee gracefully. But every time, there was some unfortunate situation that meant that if I left with my income, the family would fall apart. Now, what happens when you cage a teenager who so desperately wants to be their own person? They get rebellious. Three years ago, I got a therapist through my state insurance program. After my therapist learned about what my home situation was like, she was like, that really sounds like an abuse case. I initially dismissed it, but then, that same day, my mother completely chewed me out for nothing. That's when I went back to my room and texted my therapist to start filling out the paperwork. One day later, my mom got into another argument with me, this time about me not doing the dishes. She slammed her way into my room, grabbed my stuff, and threw it onto the lawn, screaming for me to get out. In the process, she broke one of my computer monitors. My dad stepped in and told her that since I was over 18 and on the lease, then legally I had to be given 30 days notice. At that point, my mother stopped, turned to me, and said, Well then, I'm gonna make those next 30 days hell for you, and walked to her room. Then, my dad helped me bring in the stuff that my mom threw on the lawn, and I sat down on my chair. Then, it dawned on me. My mom just played herself. For years, she said that if me and my social security income went away, then she would have to get rid of everything, and I mean everything. Her life was propped up by my social security income and the income that she got by being my personal support worker. Well, now she had given me and the government a valid reason for me to move out. It was refreshing. In that moment, I felt courage well up in my chest. She couldn't manipulate me anymore. She was so self-absorbed that she was blind to the connections that I made for years outside of my family, constantly slamming them for being liberals. 
I took that renewed energy and reached out to my friends, family members, lovers, and even grandparents. I looked through my cards and emails and found the info of my disabilities care worker and told them of the situation. While I was chasing my new life, my mom was literally pounding the adjacent wall between the bedroom door and her bathroom, screaming like a banshee about not hearing me pack fast enough. My grandparents saw this coming for years, so they opened their arms and let me stay with them. With my caseworker's help, I got my finances under control. I got guidance on what steps to take next, and they're doing research for intermediary places after my grandparents. Me and my boyfriend are looking into moving in together, with my found family chipping in as well. As of today, I'm officially disowned from my family. My mother has not only disowned my grandparents, but also forced my dad to as well. So the main thing to take away from this is learn to value yourself. And also, judge the words of those closest to you, because your own mother might just be treating you like a paycheck. Alright, okay, I have a sense for what's going on here. Basically, the mom is collecting OP's social security income, and then also getting a second income because she's working as her, like, uh, I forget the term. Like her carer, basically. So with OP gone, that's two incomes gone from the house. So OP basically fired her mom, essentially. Also, OP wasn't super clear about this, but my guess is since the mom got really upset at OP for not doing the dishes, that probably means that instead of caring for OP, the mom was treating her basically like a maid. So the mom lost two incomes and a free maid. Our next Reddit post is from Deleted Pearl. I own a house a couple of houses down from a school, so this was bound to happen eventually. When it's time for kids to be picked up, my street is lined bumper to bumper with parents to pick up their kids. The sidewalks are full of families who walk all the way to their cars. I often have to pick up balloons, snack packages, old homework sheets, and general garbage that the kids drop. If you're trying to get home around the time that school lets out, there is no way you're going to be able to get there before the blockade the parents make is gone. This has been a problem the few years that we've lived there. There's two places the kids let out. My street, which is a small cul-de-sac with a school at the top, and a main road that's open all the way down to a baseball park with a wider road to allow street parking and two-way driving. Obviously, if you can't find parking, the tiny residential road is not the way to go. There are three cars at my home. My car, my roommate's car, and my husband's utility van, which he parks on the road to avoid blocking our roommate since she's frequently in and out. On Fridays, today, I work from home. So when I finished work, I poked my head out the window to look at my fruit tree, and I noticed a big white Buick SUV in the middle of my driveway blocking both spots for my car. Honestly, why would you park in somebody's driveway? So, on top of these entitled parents blocking our small residential road, this person decided to take up a private residence's driveway. I got on the phone with a non-emergency police line and took pictures of the vehicle and plate. Then, I got my husband's keys and backed up his vehicle to block the SUV in my driveway and I waited. Fifteen minutes later, the mom, with bug-eye sunglasses, big old diamonds on her jewelry, and wearing athleisure, and she comes around to hop in the driver's seat and smiles and waves at me sitting on my steps. She called out to me, Hi, I hope you don't mind. You're trespassing. Why would you park in a private driveway? Sorry, won't do it again. We were just leaving. She was being really dismissive and avoiding eye contact, despite taking the sunglasses off. 
I don't care. You have no right to park on my property. I'm on the phone with the cops. It was just for a second. I was just picking up my daughter. It doesn't matter. You don't live here. You don't park here. At this point, I realize the non-emergency police line isn't going to pick up, so I hang up and decide to mess with her a bit. She got in her SUV and dismissively waved at me, so I got in my vehicle that was blocking her in and waited, pretending to still be on the phone. She starts trying to back out of my driveway because of a little gap between my utility van and my neighbor's car, but it was definitely too small for this Buick. I'd like to point out that her car had a scuffed front bumper, so I had a feeling that she had no spatial awareness outside of her backup camera. Every time she backed up, I honked, still pretending to be on the phone. She tried again, I honked again. She looked at my grass, and I was about to start recording her in case she tried to go through my front yard, so I honked again. If she kept trying to back out and hit my huge utility van, she would certainly lose. She gets out of her SUV and comes up to my van, recognizing that she can't do anything without making it far worse for herself. Her face is visibly patchy from the distress, and she asked again, Are you really calling the police? Yes, you're illegally parked on my private property. That's illegal. I don't care if it's for five seconds. Don't effing do it. You don't live here. Her kid got out of the car, and I decided that was enough, so I waited for her to get back in her SUV, and I parked my van back in its rightful spot and let her out. After that, I called the school and gave them the license plate number. Nothing will probably come of it, but I don't think she'll park in someone's driveway again anytime soon. I'll take the butthole points because there's a child involved, but you shouldn't put your child in situations like this anyways. Down in the comments, we have this story from Bunny Slayer. That's very similar to what our little neighborhood goes through. We live in a private townhome community that backs up to a high school. Although we're not gated, there are signs at both entrances stating that this is private property, there's no street parking, etc. Entitled parents think that they can swing in one entrance, drop off or pick up their kids, then leave out the other entrance. We started having our security patrol block off both entrances before and after school. Parents went nuts and called the cops multiple times to complain about not having access to public roads, only to be shut down by the police department. Needless to say, we got a lot of hate from some parents. One time, a mom was able to get into our community before the patrol service blocked off the driveway. She was told that she had to leave because she was both trespassing and blocking a fire lane. It's just gonna be a minute. I'm not hurting anything. This is a public street. She gave the usual excuses. So, the patrol officer called the police department to have her ticketed for trespassing and blocking a fire lane. When the police officer arrived and approached her car to get her information, she tried to run over the security patrol guy. <laughs> Needless to say, it did not end well for her. But at least we didn't have any problems with entitled parents for quite a few months after that. Our next Reddit post is from Sailor Fantasy. Two days ago, my fiancé and I announced that in September, we're getting married. Yesterday, while talking with my mother-in-law on a video call, she asked if we were going to travel, and we said that we're finally going to visit Greece. And then, she politely asked if she could join us. I was like, WTF did she just say? We said no, of course. And then she got angry and demanded it. Basically, she said, I've never been out of this country, Spain. I want and deserve to travel. I'm the one who gave birth to him, so this should be special for me too, because if it wasn't for me, there'd be no wedding. 
She can keep being angry, but I won't let anyone join us, lol, especially since we're paying for our own wedding. That was r slash entitled parents. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.